There appears to be no cardioprotective role for rosuvastatin in older patients with systolic heart failure. A team from Salgrensky University in Jotterburg has simultaneously published findings from the Corona study in the New England Journal of Medicine and at the American Heart Association scientific sessions. I spoke with lead investigator Orca Hjalmarsson after his talk at the sessions here in Orlando. A lot of doctors around the world take for granted that every patient who has ischemic heart disease should be on a statin, including patients at older age and being very sick. And we would have loved to include patients, younger patients with less severe heart failure, but you know, there would be a resistance for the doctors would say that, no, it doesn't work, they have to be on a statin. So we have to choose older, sicker patients for those where the remaining, where doctors could agree, we don't know if a statin works. And that's why we had that design. Briefly, what did you do in the study? We randomized patients who had systolic heart failure of moderate to severe, uh, uh, degree and they should be 60 years of age or older. Average age in the study was 73 and the range was from 60 to 102 and they were randomized to the statin, rosavastatin 10 milligram or placebo and they were followed for about three years and the primary objective that was a composite endpoint of cardiovascular death or non-fatal myocardial infarction or non-fatal stroke. We got an 8% difference and that did not reach statistical significance and that is Im extremely important for, you know, if you have a smaller effect, to document that effect you need a huge number of patients. So we would have needed a study in the order of 10,000 patients to be able to detect that 8%. But you know, you should not at all ignore a possible 8% reduction in the events since these patients are very sick and they have a high number of events. So that means that if you have 8% in very sick patient reduction, you know, that means more than 40% reduction in young healthy patients who really have no events. So we have to be very critical when we say that that small effect doesn't matter. I mean, if 8% is true, and I, I think it is true since we have very consistent finding in all subgroups. So there is a small, in the, this study, non-significant, but what is important is that it is not on the harm side. Still, non-significant is non-significant, yeah, yes, and we no, shouldn't debate right. it no, in no, too great a detail. No. But there are lessons coming out of this because, in fact, the, uh, this lipid-lowering agent didn't cause any harm, did it? No. It's extremely important to say that. These patients were very, very sick. They had, you know, depressed kidney function in, in more than 50%. They have a reduced kidney function. And, you know, they have other organ problems. But despite that, there was no difference in tolerability between placebo and rosavastatin, despite high age and very sick patients. And I think that's very important. But the other important thing is that we did not show a significant effect on cardiovascular death and two-thirds of all the cardiovascular deaths were sudden cardiac death. So the take-home message is that if you have patients with more severe heart failure, most of these patients will die suddenly and, and we did not have any impact at all by a statin there. But we had an impact on the development of a new myocardial infarction and a new stroke. And that is typical for the statins. They prevent thromboatherosclerotic events and so I, th I would say that our study is in very general agreement with everything else we have but we have to take home the message that we could not influence the sudden death in this elderly population.
Now, millions of patients are there with systolic heart failure all around the world. What should doctors be thinking of this result? Does it enlighten their prescribing for these patients? Absolutely. I think that the take-home message is that you don't have to feel that you are unethical if you decide if you have an older patient, let's say 85 to 90 years of age, having quite you know, advanced heart failure, to not using a statin. I mean, that is absolutely ethical not to use a statin. On the other hand, if you have a younger patient who you have already put on a statin and the patient with age grows older and develops heart failure, you don't have to stop that treatment. You still have the benefit to delay the progression of uh, arteriosclerotic disease. And I think that's what we're aiming at when we have uh, a patient with ischemic heart disease and the need of a statin. That was Orca Hjalmarsson from Salgrenska University in Göteborg, Sweden. And for some comment on this, I talked with the American Heart Association's Gordon Tomaselli. I wondered what he thought doctors should pull out of it. Uh, there are two take-home points. I think the study was largely neutral, and this is in a patient population that was older, average age 73 years. Uh, and patients had systolic heart failure, but not as a primary driver necessarily ischemic heart disease. So this might not be a group that you'd start statins in in the first place if they weren't on statins already. I also don't think we can extend the study to patients who otherwise have an indication for statins for secondary prevention. So the study to me tells me that if I needed to use this drug in elderly patients, it would be safe. Um, and probably wouldn't reduce the number of events that were related to ischemic heart disease. But if somebody had an indication for a statin, uh, I, I, would feel, I would feel comfortable being able to start a statin in these drugs without concern about increasing the uh, risk uh, from the drug itself. It says here in the New England Journal of Medicine that statins have theoretical disadvantages, uh, though this wasn't borne out in this study, was it? It was not, but one has to remember this is a clinical trial, and in clinical trials things are very well controlled, and it may be different if, if used in the community, for example, in combination with other medicines that might, in fact, provoke the effects or, or enhance the effects, toxic effects, or uh, side effects of statins in the, in the general population. We see this all the time in clinical trials. Clinical trials generally show event rates that are usually lower than if you could really measure an event rate with a drug that's used in the general population. So I, there's always some reason for concern, but at least there's no signal here that tells me, no, I will not use a drug, in, a statin drug, or at least this statin drug. And again, it may not be true for all the statins. This is rosuvastatin, and there are other statin alternatives that may, may behave differently, in fact. Statins have in, indeed had a hugely good press, and there's a sort of movement for putting statins in the water at the moment. So how do you think we should all view statins in the light of this perhaps less than encouraging finding? Well, I think for, particularly for younger people who, uh, who are trying to get to guideline targets for LDL who've had uh, an initial coronary heart event, I think statins are still very useful drugs. I think that, you know, in some cases in primary prevention, they may also be useful, but I don't think the data bears out widespread use for primary prevention in, in all folks. And, and again, uh, it, it, would, it should not be used as secondary prevention routinely in somebody who doesn't otherwise have an indication for a statin in older folks. That was Gordon Tomaselli from Johns Hopkins University in Baltimore, chair of the American Heart Association Committee on Scientific Sessions Program. For the Audio Journal of Cardiovascular Medicine, reporting from the Convention Center here in Orlando, I'm Peter Goodwin.